Hi everyone and welcome to Teen Talk with Tammy. In this episode, I am sharing an a Teen Talk interview that I did on my YouTube channel with uh, Pastor Loggins. And Pastor Loggins is a is the pastor of the church that I attend called True Faith Worship Ministries. And in this interview, he talks about how he became a pastor and a little bit about how we met. And we don't really talk about the whole story about how we met. And so I kind of wanted to share that with you guys. And so last year I had a traumatic event happen to me, ironically, this time last year. (laughs) And after the event was over... I started to look for a church that I wanted to attend because I wanted to develop a deeper relationship with my Heavenly Father. And I, for a short time, went back to the church I was raised in, which was the Mormon church. And then I realized after going there for about a month that that wasn't the church for me. And so I started looking for another one. And I attended church with a couple of friends at a couple of different churches. And then one day I was driving in the car and I heard on the radio of this group in um, Denver where you could volunteer as a mentor for young children or youth anywhere from the age of 10 to 18 and you could be a mentor for them. And so I like to volunteer and so when I heard that commercial Uh, It sounded like something that I wanted to do. And um, so I went online and I filled out the application. And the next day, the young man who runs that organization called me. And our conversation was not about volunteering. It ended up being about um, him offering me a chance to meet a pastor at a church that he thought that I might like. And... I, when I signed up for that uh, volunteer uh, position at that organization, I didn't realize it was a faith-based organization. And so his first question to me was, do you um, believe in God? And I thought it was kind of strange that he was asking me that. But then he explained it was a faith-based organization and they, they like to make sure that the people they allow to volunteer are faith-based people. And he asked me what religion I was. And at that time, I was still at the Mormon church. And I told him that I was not going back there and that I was in the current time looking for a new church to attend. And he told me about Pastor Loggins and being here in the town of Aurora that I live in. And he told me he would send an email to Pastor Loggins and that he would put me on the email and that way Pastor Loggins and I could talk and and right away Pastor Loggins called me and we talked for quite a while that night on the phone and um, the next Sunday I went to his church and I've been going ever since. He is a very compassionate pastor who is very Bible knowledgeable, (laughs) like a pastor should be, and True Faith Worship Ministry is a Bible-based church, and I just love going there and 
the main reason for that is because of Pastor Loggins and he his church and his way of preaching has and the things that I have learned the time that I have been there has just healed my spirit on many many levels and I'm very grateful for True Faith Worship Ministries and so I hope you guys enjoy the interview and if anybody is in the Aurora or Denver area and you'd like to go to True Faith Worship Ministries I invite you to check out their website truefaithworshipministries.org and I love you guys until next time we'll talk soon bye everyone So Pastor Loggins is the pastor of True Faith Worship Ministries, which is the church that I go to as well. And and his wife is First Lady Kelly Loggins, and they've been married for 11 years, and you've been pastoring for two years, but you've been in the ministry for over 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. And ordained um, deacon licensed as elder and installed as pastor in 2018 at True Faith Worship Ministries. Yay! (laughs) um, I just want to tell a little bit about how we met. Can I share that story? (laughs) Okay, so um, last year I was looking for a church to join and I Well, first of all, I was going to volunteer for a group called um, Save Our Youth. And um, the conversation I had with the gentleman at Save Our Youth was more towards, um, I have a pastor I'd like you to meet. (laughs) And um, so he introduced me to Pastor Loggins and I went to church there and I have been there ever since. <laughs> and I believe the, the Lord led me there because there were certain things going on in my life that I needed to have answers for, guidance for, and I needed a place where I would feel comfortable <laughs> and feel like the people I was conversing with would um, lead me and teach me in in the way that I needed to be taught so I honestly think the Lord led me to the right church and definitely the right pastor (laughs) and I just wanted to share that story and um, you can remember where you were in your story (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can remember and I just want to say you've been a blessing ever since you've been with us and I believe it was God ordained for you to be there because um, when I spoke with, uh, uh, and it's amazing, I, I met with, I met with um, uh, his name is Dan, and uh, Save Our Youth, and, and we had lunch, and, and and actually I was supposed to meet him, and, and when he called me, and he came, and it's just like, you know, it was just like, yeah, she's supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I think at first it was a little difficult just because, you know, I was raised in the Mormon church and it's very um, different, (laughs) different than True Faith Ministry. And it took me a while to adjust, but it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. Uh, uh, Yeah, so how I became a pastor was that, and 
as I, t- as, you know, as I was saying, I talked to my wife about it, and and, um, and uh, she said, "What have you been waiting on? Everybody else, <laughs> but you." <laughs> so uh, we went in, and um, I talked to uh, uh, my bishop, um, um, which is a uh, bishop a day Jollof, keep connection there, and um, I talked to him about it. Whatever I had to talk with him about it, and um, we uh, did the install, and and here I am. And it's been it's been it's been a challenge. Um, passion is is not um, all glamorous as most people would like. It is it's a blessing. You have to be truly know that the Lord has given you a purpose and a calling to to a pastor because you're you know you have to have a heart for the people of God and not just to have um, the title or you know and just to be in offices. Many times we want to be a pastor because we want to be called a pastor, or we just want to, you know, be in the office and all that. But right. for me, when I'm learning, I'm still learning that it, it's, it's a calling, and you've got to have a love for the people of God. Right. Thanks. Um. So when and why did you create True Faith Worship Ministries? Um, you know, when when I was uh, I was praying, when I was I was praying about it, and I didn't know what what the ministry was going to be called. And, and we was coming up, and I was talking to uh, Kelly about what should we call the ministry. And as I was, and I remember praying about it, and nothing was happening. Then, and I was thinking about it, and. Then the Lord just kind of put into my spirit, true faith. We're, we're talking about true faith, which we really need. We need faith is something that you know should be true. When you have faith, it has to be a true faith, because with faith comes trials and and, and testing and, and things. So, <laughs> and we go into the house of the Lord. We go there to worship, and ministries is just serving. Ministry is just serving. So I said, like true faith, worship ministries. And uh, it just felt, and I talked with the uh, uh, evangelist Lisa, along with uh, my wife and, and others, and, and it's like, I like it. I'm like, and <laughs> so we believe it, and here we are. <laughs> um, you, you mentioned that um, ministries is ministering, and right. I remember when um, I told you I was a spiritual life coach, and you told me, you can call it coaching, you can call it whatever you want, it's still ministering. <laughs> that, I just remember that, it makes me laugh. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> um, so what are your goals with True Faith Worship Ministry um, this year and in the future? Well, the vision, when the Lord, once I accept the calling to be a pastor, um, with all the ups and downs and and the trials and tribulations that went with it up. Cause like I said, it was, it was a struggle. It, it wasn't something that I said, okay, we're just gonna start a church and boom, it's gonna grow. I mean, when we first started, it was only about five months. And, and I, when I shared with them, I said, the Lord, the Lord has given a vision that we need to, to give the church back to the people of God and, and become, and the pastors need to become a servant to the people of God. For a while, in some in some in some areas, it's reversed. But uh, the vision that the Lord gave 
given me for this ministry is that that as we grow we should be because the, the body of Christ should be multicultural it shouldn't mm -hmm. be this color it should be the combination of everybody this generation it be multi-generational not just uh, senior citizens and um, baby boomers but senior citizens baby boomers um, um, millennials and just everybody and combine and and you know we just the baby because when you think about it and you read the when, and if you really study the bible when, when we all when it's all said and done and we're there standing in front of jesus he's not going to care where you came from right <laughs> how big you are how old you are how young you are he's, the only thing he's going to care did you have a relationship with him? why you had this thing this gift that we call life Right. And so the vision that the Lord given us that as we grow, that we're going to, you know, that we're going to be multi-generational, multi-cultural, multi, you know, just just a, a family, a family, not members, but a family and, and um, being able to reach those, going, reach those outside the walls of, of the building. Many times on Sunday mornings, we, um, we come to church on Sunday, then we go home. <laughs> Many, the God didn't call us just to do that. It's time for us to kind of step outside the boundaries of that. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And I think it's important. <laughs> I think it's important to come to church um, just because, with my own experience, I should say. Um, so for a couple of years, I was watching like Joel Olstein on TV, and I thought that was enough for me. But at the time last year when I was looking for another church, it was because I wanted to be in a community of people that were worshiping, you know, because I think you need that, um, that community and to be around people of like minds and to, to worship together, you know, and um, that's what I enjoyed about coming to True Faith Worship Ministry. And I love the Bible study and it's in the women's group. It's, I like it, it's, it's fun to me. <laughs> and it's a blessing to me. <laughs> it has filled a void in my life that I wasn't getting through the TV. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, um, so that I'm grateful for. Um, so, Yes. Um, so what kind of um, goals do you have for, or do you want to talk about those goals for this year or? Well, the, the, um, the goals that, that, um, that, I'm, that I'm praying about and as the Lord kind of you know, clears the path and make way for them is, first of all, for us to, to continue to grow, as a family we continue to as um you know to bring more to reach out to more um people and to bring you know and so we can just continue to grow um also you know to have our own um our own worship center our own worship a place of worship and put it that way yeah um children's ministry i i want to see that grow to uh and where we have youth pastors and but I, I really want to be able to give back to, to the community. Mm -hmm. Let them do that, you know, the, 
the what the true purpose of the church is to 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 make a difference, uh, not just be different, but to make a difference. Right. And, and helping people, letting people know that uh, we actually do care and and love people. Okay. Um, and but so you know that's that's part of the vision, and there's a lot more. But uh, I'm sure as a but the main thing is to to empower not you know like um, those who's already part of our ministry uh, mm-hmm. like just evangelists because everybody has a gift mm-hmm. God's, God has given every every one of us a gift and my job as a pastor is to enhance that gift that God has given to you to provide that platform for you and to encourage you and to, that no matter how many times you think you might fail you never fail you're going through a learning process Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's a tough learning process. <laughs> it's a <the> process. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, people always say it's um, the journey, not the destination. Yeah. And something, something came to me the other day, though, is I think people think that uh, the destination is like their goal or something they're desiring in life. But the other day, something came to me that the the journey is our life here, but the destination is to get home <laughs> to heaven. You know, <laughs> that's where I want to be anyway. <laughs> you all would be there. Don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, outside of True Faith Worship Ministries. Um, what do you think is your most valuable life lesson that you have learned? Wow, um, to stay humble. Mm-hmm. Um, to stay humble. Um, you you got to remain humble because without humility, you pride can seep in, and you know, and it can really destroy uh, or hinder you from um, fulfilling God's purpose and plan, not only for me as a pastor, but for True Faith Worship Ministry and for those uh, the family members that are part of that ministry. Mm-hmm. And the other life lesson that I learned, that I'm learning, is to sometimes you it's you have to walk alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, but it's okay. When I say walk alone, is that there's sometimes that you may not always get um, from. My, from my perspective as a pastor, I'm speaking from that, you may not, you may not always get the support that you think that you should have. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just have to spend that one-on-one time, one-on-one time with the Lord, which in, which includes having strong faith, um, true faith, um, a strong prayer life, always studying and meditating in the Word of God. Um, getting and the other principles that I always say that we have to have in this Christian walk is the principle of love and forgiveness. Uh, without love and forgiveness, you're going to have us. You're going to have a struggle in this walk. Mm-hmm. You got to love those who misuse you, love those who hate you. Not not be a floor mat or a rug for you. <laughs> you love them from a distance. <laughs> and the other thing you got to be able to forgive. And I always say, you know, I say this many times in our, in our church that forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. Mm-hmm. That you can be free to move and continue to move in God's purposes. Because in this life and in this walk, 
you're going to have things said to you. You're going to have things done to you. And, um, and sometimes it's not going to always be a friend. I mean, outside church, sometimes it'll be family. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the things, my, is being humble and being able to love and forgive. Right. Yeah, forgiveness has been a huge part of my life. <laughs> huge part of my life. But uh, like you said, it's for me and it lifts weights off of me as I keep forgiving. Because sometimes I, things just show up, you know, I, I thought I had already forgiven for that. But then sometimes later on down the road, it shows up again, <laughs> which, is, which is okay. And I just keep working on forgiving for it. And the other thing you want to add into it is patience. Got patience. <laughs> yeah, that's my weakness. <laughs> that's definitely one of my weaknesses. <laughs> and the Lord always makes me wait, wait, and wait, and wait some more. Because <laughs> he's teaching me patience is important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... Is there anything else you'd like to add or say? I do. Uh, I did ask you to um, share a word with us at the end or a message. Did you yeah. want? Yeah, the message. You know, I I like this um, what Paul has said, and I kind of wrote this down. Let me grab my little notes here. Okay. <laughs> but I kind of like Paul said in, in Philippians four verse 11 to 12, he said, I have learned that in all things um, to be content. And, and so this is what I, I, the message that I would like to share is that doing, doing the Christian walk is a learning process. And a lot of times as we do this walk, we don't want to go through the process. A lot of times we want to jump from the start all the way to the, to the end. But the learning process and what Paul is saying, I learned to be content, whether I have little, whether I have uh, where I have much or where I have little. And in that learning process, uh, with Jesus, we say Jesus is the, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher of our faith. And in the middle and between the both, all that that I just said is a process. So that as we go through this walk in, in this Christian life and we go through the process, this is where our faith is strengthened. This is where we begin to understand and lean more on the Lord's um, Proverbs uh, says uh, to lean not into your own understanding, but not the Lord in all his ways, and he'll direct your path. But then Matthew 6.33 says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. So as you start this crystal walk, as you go through this crystal walk, don't get discouraged because things don't go always your way. Don't get discouraged because it seems that you Everything you're you're always going through this thing or, or this thing or, that, or this trial or this test because the Bible does tell us and Jesus said in this life you will have trials and tribulations. He said, but be not dismayed because I have overcome you. Mm -hmm. uh, so the process when you go through the process, trust the process. Even when you don't hear the Lord's voice, always trust His plan and the process. Because in the process, that's where your growth is. And that's where the Lord can see, can know that if he can trust you with the gifts that he gives you, or the word, or the promise, or the purpose, Joseph, um, 
and that he went through a process of being talked about, being thrown in the pit, being denied by his family, his brothers, where they even wanted to kill him, where he was lied on by part of his wife. He was in prison, but he stepped, he never turned his back on the Lord, but he went through the process. As he got through the process from the beginning to the end, he became one of the second most powerful um, gentlemen in uh, Egypt at the time. So as you go through the process, trust the Lord, know that he's, he's, he's walking with you and that the plan and the purpose will always be fulfilled. Thank you for sharing that.